0: perfect for a moment to unwind. And so when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate.
2: Hi, this is Ruben off the cheek
0: I'm Pat Nevin. I'm Mason Mount. You're listening to the London is Blue podcast. All right, Chelsea fans, welcome back to yet another episode of the London is Blue podcast. Uh, This one, a little bit special. November in review. Not a match review. All right. Not a a match preview. Something a little bit different. Uh, Something we started this season, actually. So, as always, your host, Braden, Joe, my Nick and Dan. Gentlemen. Uh, don't know what you're doing. Don't really care because we got a lot to talk about in this one. So I guess before we get into the, 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 the meat of this one, Nick, you want to hijack this
2: right out of the gate. That's right. It's all about, it's all about merch. So we're going to do a quick merch update since we're at the end of November and into December. By the time you listen to this, uh, you've heard about our merch madness thing. We're buying, uh, we we want to know what the best, American, Australian, whatever, uh, Chelsea adjacent merch. So if you have a chapter or you've you've done your own kind of designs, you want to know about it. We will buy those at full price. We'll rank them in some sort of tournament style thing uh, once we get them. And then we will uh, do some sort of donation to a local bar to help out bars and restaurants during the pandemic, or we'll donate to a charitable cause of your choice if you win this thing. So send us DMs, send us emails, do the whole thing. Let us know what you got and we will, uh, we'll be on that. So we'll help you twice. Um, Then a quick update before uh, we get, I'll pass over to Dan for Imperial wharf. Um, We have teased doing merch. We're still in the progress of doing it, Uh, working on some designs. They're taking a little longer than I had anticipated, which was wholly my fault and no one else's uh, since I've owned this project for our team. So, uh, just know that we are likely not going to be able to get anything out before the Christmas shipping period, which is a massive bummer. However, uh, we will get something done in the next few weeks. And then by the uh, early part of uh, January, you should be able to to have something uh, from London is Bloop. So just a, a quick update on the merch. Dan.
1: Well, uh, for those who don't know, we've talked about it. We had the co-founder and wonderful member who's sponsored or kind of kickstarted Imperial Wharf. Louis Benevente on the show previously to talk about the partnership that we had. We're a sponsor of the kit this season. You can get the London is blue badge on it, which is pretty neat. But their jersey and their kit is available now, and we've actually seen a couple of our patrons and Discord who've been buying them up, trying to put them out of stock, which is really cool to see. But uh, we'll tweet out the link in case you're looking to buy it, to purchase one. They're pretty cool kits. They've got a really nice design, and you know, I think in general, it's you know definitely something that's a little bit more bespoke than the traditional Nike, Adidas Hummel kit that you're gonna typically get. You know, this one is, you know, top to bottom is a bespoke
2: item. Yeah, it's cool. We're on a shirt. We're a shirt sponsor. It's cool. Why not? Go do it.
0: Yeah. And again, the the idea is really understand the grassroots football over there. And it this is a great way for us to kind of attach ourselves to the team and, and follow along. So um anyways, let's go ahead and and move on. So um we're just gonna be talking about November, right? We we do a lot of different things here. Uh, results, player of the month, result of the month, goal of the month, just a lot of different things like that. Uh, it's a good way to kind of, you know, not just react singularly to the team. I think this is a good chance to maybe take those individual performances. Zoom at a bigger out. Exactly. And and add a little bit more of the bigger picture when we analyze it. So i uh, really been enjoying doing this so to preview or to actually re- review the the match the matches we had we had five this month so we had two in the Champions League and they were both at Wren we had three Premier League matches Sheffield United uh, Newcastle United did the business took the points and we drew versus Spurs so overall really good one- month again as we talk about that 14 match unbeaten streak uh, this this goes into it so three nothing against Wren uh, uh, with the with the wild red card. Uh, then we came back and beat Sheffield United 4-1, beat Newcastle 2-0, turned around, beat Wren 2-1, a little bit tighter. Uh, and then we just drew Spurs 0-0. So uh, that is the month uh, of, of you know, results that happen. So, Dan, you know what to do. Three-word month slash match review.
1: Yeah, it's a three-word review of the month. Maybe we can word it a little bit differently to make it easier rolling off the tongue. But yeah, there are a couple good ones here. You know, I think that we we pulled some from our wonderful Patreon slash Discord community. We've got a you know, couple from Twitter, and then we've got the ones that we're going to share. Uh, Mr. Thurman, straight at the gate. We are ready. You know, what's coming? Chelsea's coming down the pipe. That's great. Uh, Classic A6, in the race. You know, you see the kind of top of the table. That's where, where we're at. We're going for it. Uh, Jay, finding our identity. You know, starting to understand, pull back the curtain a little bit, see what Frank is cooking. Cool Beans with 433. Pretty simple. We found a formation. We're sticking with it. Uh, Hidden Jim with Busy Making Progress. You know, Chelsea did have a lot of work to do. Uh, Tana with Belief is Building, which is going to frustrate Nick to no end hearing something like that. And then uh, Mr. Mark with Unbeaten in November, double exclamation point, which uh, reads like a tweet from a world leader, but uh, also, you know, just carries across a sort of oomph behind it. So I went with bringing Swagger back. Uh, I
0: love our goal difference right now, you know, minus uh, really one slip. I think we're playing some really exciting attacking football. Um, You know, you think about beating Sheffield 4-1, um Burnley the last month three nothing ren three nothing albeit that was a little bit weird two nothing I mean for the most part we're we're creating a lot of chances our xg has been great, and we're not only creating chances but finishing them so again uh you know Chelsea are bringing some swagger back, you really have to respect our attack, which probably didn't expect that coming out of last season, so uh Nick over to you
2: approaching the rapids um, I like this this is. Like, look, we can be honest about this. November was a relatively simple, straightforward schedule, right? You know, Sheffield United clearly not what they were last year at all. Um, Newcastle not great. You know, Wren pretty bad. Spurs, you know, all right. But you know, there, there's, there's more to come now. The Rapids are what we went through in our, in our. Uh, spurs review which is the slate of matches coming up and it'll be interesting to see dan if we can navigate said rapids
1: yeah i went with foundation fully set you know we put ourselves into the round of 16 we are in the top three in the table heading into december you know that now you build upon everything that you've done great work in in november getting set getting ready to go particularly that long international break so yeah i'm 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 generally very happy.
0: Well, if you didn't make the cut, go ahead and tweet at us what your three-word match review was. We'll uh, definitely month, <laughs> three-word month, word reviewed, month okay. review. Yeah, it's well, still, well, It's, still it's weird. not
1: about not making the cut. It's just that there's a lot of responses, and I try to kind of you know, come across no, no, the sorry. gamut of I meant responses. if you didn't make
0: like the deadline cut, right? Like oh, If you're okay. just now realizing it, like throw it in there. Throw it in the mix. not make it good feel enough.
1: bad. <laughs> yeah.
2: If you aren't good enough, try if again. you missed
0: the deadline, sorry, 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 sorry. All right. Well, let's start off with uh, a softball here with our favorite match. Uh, Dan, since you didn't make the cut, uh, we'll go ahead and let you. Uh,
1: well, there were a lot to choose from, all five. And you know, you'll know you have more next month to choose from. But in this month of November, I went with Sheffield. I think the win versus Sheffield was comprehensive. He had goals from across the spectrum And, you know, when you think about just the opportunity for Ziyech's kind of, I would call that his real coming out party to the Premier league Mm. was fantastic and was probably the best single match performance we had uh, across the month. So you can see it. So, I mean, you you asked what my favorite match was. I I don't have to have a clean sheet to be happy. No, you were just just saying it was like
0: most dominant performance. So I just, just thought I'd check.
2: All right. Uh, Nick, what about you? Um, Mine is a weird one, but it's the match at Wren. We won late with the Drew header. Um, I I think we've been beating up on minnows for a little bit, and I wanted to see if this team could play uh, a bad football match and still win, and we did that. Um, Now, was it the most convincing win? No. But I think they... I think they showed heart at the end. I think they showed they could claw, you know, a victory out of a draw, which is going to be super important as we head into the rest of the year because, you know, the more belief you build in these matches, like I, I remember, you know, in Conte's first season, we were able to come back in those first couple of matches. It just kind of gives you the belief that you can keep doing it, and that's why I think this was really important. Yeah, Hudson-Odoi with the the opening goal. Obviously, they got theirs in
0: Garassi and then, uh his fight back at the end was Giroux. Um it that, that showed a lot of character, I think, and, and that's important. Um along those same lines, I did Newcastle post break. Again, it wasn't my favorite match to to watch necessarily. What was it nil-nil at halftime? But again, seeing a little bit of adversity coming off of a break, you know, a lot of players, you know, are away on international duty. Thankfully, no one got injured. So like post international breaks I always always worry about those matches cuz there's so many things there's travel you lose Thiago Silva every single time by the way if you think Thiago Silva shouldn't play for Brazil they're ranked 3 in the world you think he's going to turn down the chance to play for the third best country in the world leading up into you know whatever tournaments they have this summer like he Come on, let, let's not be silly. But again, took care of business. Newcastle can be a bogey team for us. They can be annoying to a lot of teams. And so, again, 2 nothing out of the break uh, after zero, zero halftime, uh, if my memory serves me right. It just was, again, a, a character showing one, and it reestablished momentum that, hey, we're not skipping a beat. We're right back into this. Let's go. Um, and it got us through the rest of the month, I think, pretty well. So uh, that's that's what I, I chose. So uh, you guys can let us know what you think. Uh, your favorite match was. Again, we want this to be uh, a participation episode. So uh, tweet out of social media, let us know. Otherwise, Discord will will be discussing it for sure. Uh, we're going to take a really quick ad break. Uh, thank you to the sponsors for financially supporting the show. We have a lot more after this, so don't go anywhere. Be right back.
2: Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other job sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. That's a lot. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st.
1: 2020 has been hard enough. And you know what? Worrying about your routine for taking care of business below the belt shouldn't have to be one of those things you're concerned about. Thankfully, our friends at Manscaped are making your life simple, and they're going to allow you to turn your bathroom with a snap into your very own private, this is the exact copy from the text, Dong Salon. You know, they're, they're concerned about your bangers and mash. They don't want it to look like a mess. You know, they don't want it to be the worst. Get it? Bangers and mash and worst. Anyway, they just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer offers a replaceable ceramic blade with the advanced skin safe technology that helps reduce grooming accidents. That's plus. Waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower and for up to 90 minutes, hopefully, not all in one sitting. And they also released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add on for their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, their perfect package pun intended, comes with two free gifts and other liquid formulations to help complete your ball trimming routine. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraffin-free. If you know what all those are, to keep your, yes, this is in the text too, disco stick in good hands. Look, you're probably thinking about it. You know, you want to keep yourself smelling fresh. you got the Crop Preserver for keeping the odor to a minimum downstairs. They've got a Crop Reviver that is spray-on for the jewels, and then they've also got a foot duster deodorant, so good, you can even reduce the odor of the dirtiest feet. All these things sound great, and you know what? They got a code for our listeners, LONDONISBLUE, it's a 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com, and so, you know, if you want to protect the package and not, uh, not have it be the worst, uh, go hit it up now, manscaped.com, is the code London is blue for 20% off plus free shipping.
0: All right, so Dan, you you and your awards, right? Dan of the match. Now we've got Dan of Dan the of the month, month <laughs> which again rolls off the tongue. I tell you what, so uh, review us back since this be our third of this season. Who who the previous winners are and kind of what's the criteria setting the stage?
1: Well, oh, looking at the past five matches, which encompasses all of November. We had uh, Werner versus Wren, part one. We had Ziyech versus Sheffield. We had Conte versus Newcastle. We had Mendy versus Wren, part two. And then we had Kovacic versus Spurs, where our Winners, Uh, you know, but I mean, there were were votes for Reese James across several of these. Drew got some call outs. Uh, Tammy in a few matches uh, gotten a couple bit of shouts, too. And so, you know, definitely a gamut of players to choose from. And what's great, Nick, is it's becoming difficult for us. Mm-hmm. In this, you know, like we don't like to bemoan or say, oh my gosh, we have it so tough. It's so hard to pick from all these great performances. But like that's the scenario, right? Like we actually have really great performances across several players.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and again, this is a zoom out moment, right? You you don't necessarily, you know, if, if you pick, you know, the winner of one of the Dan and the Match polls, because that's just one moment in time. So you have to zoom out across the body of work. And the body of work tells you kind of kind of one thing which is really exciting this time and that is N'Golo Kante is back uh, N'Golo Kante had a stellar month uh, you know I think I'm on the record as a fan uh, of N'Golo Kante's work and uh, you know I think we, you know Brandon made a point when you know before we got on which I will pass to him on if you had to, if you took him out of the lineup where are we well we're kind of where we are at the you know, in, in the Ren match when things weren't going so hot, right? I mean, that was you know kind of the maybe the weakest performance of the month. So, um, I you know, I just think he's he's playing at a tremendous level right now. He's showing how just incredibly important he is to not only the balance of the squad but the the way that this team is starting to gel and his destroyer attitude, Brandon is. 100% back to, you know, pre-injury levels, it looks like.
0: Yeah, it looks like the only match he didn't play this month was that that Ren. And he came on as a sub mm-hmm. semi-early on. And not saying he scored, right? But we went on to win. So, we you know, he, he definitely was a difference maker. And, and yeah, that's what, you know, I was sitting there trying to force a little creativity, which is tough, you know, for, for artists of such high level of myself, this mind. But that was the criteria <laughs> I used was... You, if you pulled out Mendy, you're probably screwed. If you pull out Conte, you're probably screwed. But I just felt like, you know, our center backs are much better than they were in front of Keppa last season. So while Mendy is doing a lot, I bet those guys could prevent more getting through to Keppa than we've seen in the past. And just in Conte's ability to run down everything, protect the back line, jumpstart the offense, just is so dynamic. You know, I've, I've admitted my mistakes of, of saying stupid things in the past about him. Um, you know, i continue to confess my sins, but N'Golo Kante is like world-class next level. Um, he is what, you know, makes this team click in a lot of different ways, Dan. And I, you know, the fact that you didn't choose N'Golo Kante and you chose, you know, <laughs> Emerson Palmieri is just, it's mind boggling, honestly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, I don't think Emerson Palmieri was even in discussion for a Dan in the Match poll this month and probably has not been for you? this season.
0: Wild card Dan.
1: <laughs> well, there was the the four ashes for the match against Sheffield United. So, I mean, look, you know, play play by my own set of rules here. But Angola Conte was it. I mean, he, he clean sweeps it here. I think the next one up who would have been close for me was Reese James. I think he has continued to level up just the way he bodied Kane in that last match was phenomenal. You know, his, his pockets were a little bit heavier, much like Conte. They were splitting loads uh, between the two of them, but in general, it, it was great to see Conte back, what we kind of described to see James continue to level up. And and, I think Mendy would have also been a great shout too. you know, a couple of times he was called upon he was able to deliver the save we needed.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's what we talked about, right? It was hard. It was hard for me to not think about Tammy. It was hard for me to not think about my runner-up, which is Ziyech. You think about the way he started the month. His performance against Sheffield, I think, is probably our best performance of the season from an individual to this point. Now, I, I, and I put a note in, in our script here, if he would have had a better performance against Spurs... He might have. He might have just nipped it for me, but I, I think the the way that Conte has been consistently performing is just the difference maker, and he is well deserving of the Dan of the Month award. <laughs> is that
1: what we're going to call it now?
2: Okay, settled. Done. I don't. I don't love it.
0: <laughs> Again, Angola Conte. Uh, only held by ba- held back by the ridiculous standard he has set for himself. Um, and, and you know, bummer. Bummer you're so good. I wonder if he still drives that little mini. And he just is like this this crazy, humble guy. I wonder if he's upgraded since he got that bumper contract recently. Probably not. <laughs> All right, goal of the month. Uh, Dan, I think I'll just toss it to you right away. I mean, this is pretty straightforward. Doesn't need a clever name. It's a favorite goal you watched hit the back of the net in the month of November
1: yeah so there were maybe a few less interesting ones to choose from this month you know I think that there were a couple of really good ones against Sheffield I think the Chilwell goal off of the Ziash dead ball was pretty fantastic and you know anytime you're running in and basically all you have to do is just notch your body into it that's that's a good thing and it just the the movement on that ball was fantastic
0: all right Yep. so you giving more credit to to Ziyech on that? It sounds like
1: oh yeah, yeah. Ziyech made that goal happen. Chilwell just happened to be in the vicinity. Right. I could have scored that goal, I know. Dan. Nick a quarter- <laughs>
0: <laughs> a Weird angle, you know. Weird on the goalkeeper. He, he was hugging his pose. It didn't matter. He just he just roofed it, um, right off right off the shin, right right where he meant to. He's great. Um, Nick, all right, then what is your goal of the month then? And is this something that you could have done as well? <laughs> no,
2: I'm very sure that this is not one that I could have done. Uh, Giroud against Wren is my goal of the month. It, it is a it's a really 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 good header off of a weird deflected ball that had no pace on it, and he put a bullet into the top of the net. Um, he he you know is he just has the meaty French forehead. He's he's wonderful. So. Goal of the month, Giroud, Bam. Agility, coordination,
0: reactions. I mean, It's a pretty neat package, yes. Um, I went with a bit of a throwaway goal, which is Thiago Silva versus Sheffield. You know, didn't didn't mean much, you know, for the game. But seeing Thiago Silva score and his, his passion that it brought from him, um, seeing another centre back score this month after we saw Zuma's, uh, you know, missile header last month, I. I just, I love seeing center back score. There's just something about it that they don't do it a lot. So when it comes off, uh, the celebrations are much more energized. I think the team are a lot more energized because, again, it doesn't happen a lot. And it was a deft header, just a little glance um, and, and, you know, just placed it in. And again, just to see another side of how Tiago Silva can be a huge impact for this 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 team like I just it puts a huge smile on my face again not the most important goal by any means you know in this one if anything I was really close to Tammy against Newcastle not because of Tammy but because of the run that Timo Werner had from midfield just went around you know three defenders and laid it off so nicely but um you know forwards gonna score you know I don't have a lot of time for forwards like that's boring you know
2: (laughs) I can't wait till our next category, which is Miss of the Month. We've had, we had a lot. We had a lot of candidates to, Timo to talk about. Team Werner,
0: boo, boo, boo. No, no, no. We'll okay. do surprise, surprise of the month here. Dan, you picked a couple of, of participation uh, people out of, of Discord. It looks like this time. So surprise them. I mean, what what do you mean surprise them? It's so vague.
1: Yeah, just something that, that caught you off guard, something you weren't expecting. You know, it's it's, it's what a surprise is. I, yeah, I, I don't know if I need to read. Merriam <laughs> Webster defines a surprise as dot dot dot.
2: It's a surprise. <laughs> Ever heard of it, Brandon? Hmm? Uh,
1: so wait, the wait the the two that I pulled out, uh, I liked Kate's because it went. I mean, a more humorous angle, which was that Mason Mount still can't grow facial hair. <laughs> There, Kate, this this, this is
0: Kate's war. She will not let up until he fixes it. No. There's no and, fix in it. You gotta let it DMs. get gross. You, you gotta you gotta reach out to him. You gotta talk to him.
1: And, and then uh Preston with Tammy's contributions, inclusions in the starting eleven, which again we we talked about, I think, multiple times this month. You know, he went with the more serious angle, Kate with a more humorous angle. And then I think ours probably were Shading more to the serious side, we didn't ha- we didn't have as much fun with it. Why so serious?
0: <laughs> all right, all right, Nick, wow. you be serious. You tell us what surprise ah caught you off guard this month. <laughs>
2: um, my my surprise is that it was a relatively easy month, and we did it without Pulisic, Havertz, or Callum for the majority of the month. Obviously, Callum got in uh, against Wren, um, but hasn't seen a whole lot of time this year. Havertz is out sick with coronavirus, and you know I, I obviously played against Sheffield, but missed a lot of the month. And then Pulisic's been hurt with the hamstring. So uh, what's what's interesting, and I think is is a good sign potentially, is if you if you do truly, you know, if you're Frank Lampard, and you do truly have a, a fit squad, then your options in December against a what I will be determining now as the Rapids. Uh, you have more uh you have more players available and more quality players available to help take on some of these challenges, which is good,
0: okay. I had somehow I was surprised because I beat this drum all month. Same. We barely rotated, and it actually worked. It held up. I thought for sure I was on to something. yet here I am, <laughs> sitting at the end of the month. With nothing, nothing but empty hands. <laughs> so, turns out I'm not on Frank's backroom staff and uh, reminder, reminder set. So, um, but again, just the fact that we played, again, five matches plus international break. So, those guys played, you know, six, maybe seven matches, you know, in this month. That's essentially two a week. And we, for the most part, played the same guys the entire time. So, again, um, I know to your point, Nick. We didn't have Pulisic, Overtz, uh, Callum just didn't play much, and yet uh, it didn't bite us, at least yet. Knock on, knock on wood. So uh, w- now taking what we've seen and projecting to the future,
2: Dan does does Dan not does Dan not get his? I, I
1: apparently was surprised by nothing. Nothing surprised <laughs> me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, fine. Oh, I I thought
0: you did not make the cut, but I guess we'll we'll let you go.
1: Wow, this is a man. Brandon Busby's upset today, but I think it was consistency in everything from the lineups to the results to the performances. There was just a. I didn't walk into any match day thinking that Chelsea were incapable of winning or incapable rather of winning the match. I, I think that every match felt winnable to me, and. That hasn't been the way I felt the past couple of seasons. There are definitely days where I walked in and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is, if this if we get a draw, I'm going to feel good about this relative. And this one, I kind of feel like the dominance, the swagger you talked about, Brandon is back and Chelsea, I don't know. I kind of expect us to go and beat everybody. Consistency. Everybody. Yeah. All
0: right.
1: Any given should... day, I would bet on our team.
0: All right, well, let's go check the score predictions and see how that went. Um, but but till we do that, uh, as we like I said, as I started transitioning to one thing you want to see in December, because that is something that you know it's always a fun game. No predictions. It's just what would you like to see? Uh, we've got a few here from the socials, Dan. So I, I you know I guess can let you you take these and and let the the listeners kind of lead us off. But I mean. The options are endless here. You can literally choose anything.
1: Yeah. Well, th- there were some, again, ones that were super serious, like Jay talking about Havertz getting going, Havertz finally taking off. I think that would be a wonderful thing to see. I mean,
0: Jay is a super serious guy, just in general. No funny in general. bone in that body.
1: Exactly. We had... think football's fun? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We had uh, Brosef, a.k.a. Joseph, with the topping the UCL group. And then relegating Arsenal, which, again, (laughs) a little weird, but look where they're on the table. It's a possibility. And then Nash and then Akshay with a very similar one, which is just ruthlessness. They want to see an even more ruthless side, a more clinical side, just kind of absolutely dominating teams in the month of December. December domination. That's what they want.
0: December domination. Now, that, that has a ring to it. Um, since we get to choose whatever we want, I said, I want to smash arsenal multiple of three goals or more, and I want to beat city. So I had to make sure that those are different, right? I I just want to beat city, but I want to smash 14th place arsenal.
1: Don't we play city in January?
0: We do. Whatever. All right. You know, it's like the 2nd of January. So just roll it in. The fact is I want to beat the quote unquote big teams. Unfortunately, Arsenal is not really a big team right now. So I guess I'll just take a smashing of of that team since we didn't beat Tottenham. Um, Dan, you're kind of the same, actually. You
1: yeah, just and you rolled it into the rules. script late. So you kind of stole mine, which feels unfortunate. But anyway, yeah, I said wins <laughs> against top sides, not just draws. We're playing 5th place West Ham this month. We are playing 7th place Wolves, 8th place Everton, 10th place Aston Villa, and for only one club, only one small club in the Premier League this month, 14th place, relegation battlers Arsenal. Okay? Like, we are playing top sides. We are playing teams that are going to be trying to vie for Europa. West Ham seemingly vying for a top four finish at the moment, playing really, really exceptional, getting... You know, a little uh, screwy kind of result today, but that's uh, that's kind of just the way it works sometimes. Yeah, I, I want us to win. Uh, you know, domination December needs to kind of be the, the name of the game.
0: I'll bring I'll bring back Nick's point though. Like Arsenal are on thirteen points, right? West Brom are eighteenth at the top of relegation on six. So if you added seven points, they would be on twenty points and essentially ahead of us. So while they are in fourteenth place, they are much closer. To to Champions League spots at this point than relegation, but it's fun they to can't kick a man score while he's from open down. Play though, they well, can't you score know, from open look, play. Look, they don't it, have a lot wild. of firepower. We know Arsenal aren't built on strikers and wingers. I mean, come on now. Aubameyang <laughs> signed that extension. William Nicholas Pepe losing his head. Uh, yeah, Is Locke, is that still there? I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. But Nick, over to you. What is what is the wish you have for December?
2: Well, the the wish I have is the wish that will make your dreams come true, which is uh, we need squad players to raise their level during this period. Uh, it is uh, Frank is not going to be able to keep the same lineup in all of December. He is going to need to rely on uh, your, you know, your squad players. And that squad player list is really, really long. It could include the likes of Fakayo Tamori or Rudiger it could include the likes of Jorginho and Billy Gilmore. It could include Callum hudson doy. It could include and should include Christian Pulisic if, he, if he's healthy. And, you know, you kind of look at this. Oh, and, of course, Olivier Giroud. It could include Olivier Giroud. And it could include, at the beginning of January, Keppa, which is really weird to say out loud. But um, that's another thing for another day um it's gonna take an entire squad you you just talked about you know we we talked about this the other day on on the pod but it's basically a match every three days in december you know and and it's we were doing our podcast calendar (laughs) trying to fit all these reviews and previews and everything it's it is wild stuff and we're gonna play two matches in two days at the end of the month so squad squad up
0: it's gonna be important for sure, maybe not. I mean, I've been talking about rotating for weeks now, and that didn't come to fruition. So, uh, but no, I think even December would wreck any any managers want to do that. Um. All right. Well, might be a bit of a surprise transition here, but the men weren't the only team to play in November. Hmm. So, hmm. Women's Month in review. All right. So don't turn off the pod. All right. Stick in. All right. Get enjoy. Get get into this so we can enjoy it, but. We should talk about the women's. It was a shorter month for them, in case you know about their schedule. They had a very long international break, um, pretty much wiped out half of the month, but it doesn't mean nothing happened. So, uh, Dan, kudos to you. I'm sorry, Nick, kudos to you for pulling in a lot of the the women's information. Uh, I'm really glad we're able to to balance this out a little bit. Obviously, we're not quite there on the youth side, but we're going to get the women's in, and they deserve this. So... Uh, the top goal scorer of the month, Nick. I believe you're quite familiar with this striker.
2: Hmm. Beth England got her groove back. Yeah. Now, again, small sample size, uh, but you know she did have two goals in the month. She is kind of rounding into form as one of the top scorers on the team. And you know, Dan, looking at these results, uh, some important important rivalries in here, even potentially.
1: Well, just remember, uh, Spurs are a spot. The uh, Tottenham Hotspur women are one spot ahead of relegation. It's a 12-team league, so keep that in mind that uh, we're not beating the the best side there. They only have uh, three points for the season yeah you know, we did uh thoroughly though beat everton for nothing everton women's team a uh, much better side comparatively definitely one of the sides that's gonna be fighting for one of the three champions league spots and then the clash of the Titans as it were, Arsenal versus Chelsea you know that was a a one one draw and definitely had a lot of back and forth could have been a higher scoring affair uh just maybe not you know both the teams kind of came i think kind of came away with the idea that they could take a draw and it would be okay. Particularly because Chelsea also have a match in hand. So like tables and stands, Manchester women on 17 points, Arsenal women on 16 points. And then the Chelsea women, uh, third place with the game in hand at 14 points. So we very, you know, very quickly could win our game and be on the top of the table, uh, right with Manchester United.
0: Especially because our game in hand is against Villa or Bristol. And they're both pretty miserable at the bottom of the table. Um, yeah, look, goal scores are at this Cuthbert and uh loopholes against Tottenham. Love to see Cuthbert score. I got her on my on my kit. Uh a G, opener against Everton. Beth England, a brace in three minutes, and then Pernilla Harder in the 90th plus seven minutes. She's not gonna miss a chance to get on the score sheet, even if you're already up three nothing in the ninety-seventh minute. And then to your point, we had a uh, we scored off an own goal against Arsenal. So we didn't score, but um, if you miss it, we actually did a full match review for that. So go back and send our catalog and check it out. It was a, it was a, an intense match. I mean, two really top teams that were literally throwing punch for punch. It, it was not a, a Chelsea Tottenham kind of affair where it was quite
1: boring. That was full of excitement. Um, I, I will say, out of those goals, if we were doing a goal of the month for the women's team, without question, it was uh, Pernille Harder's goal. It was outside the box. She kicked it right into the top right corner. Actually, initially, I thought, okay, it's going to sail just over, and it had this wicked whip back into <sighs> the left and drop. Yeah. Oh man! And credit credit to the the Everton keeper. You know, she got as close as I think she humanly could to put herself in the position to try to make the play on it. That ball just had way too much groove to it.
2: Oh uh, shit! I mean, she Pernilla Harder wins Goal of the Month, men or women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was hands down it was that good a a note though on the spurs result that's in the conti cup which is the league cup Mm -hmm. uh chelsea also had a game canceled uh against the london city lionesses one of the great names in sports uh due to covid a covid outbreak on their team so that match still has to be rescheduled and i'm not sure when that's going to happen uh given that You know, the Chelsea women also have some, you know, a decent slate of fixtures coming up in December as well. So it's just important to kind of look at that, Brandon, because uh, season to date, you know, the Chelsea women haven't kind of reached the peak of their powers yet. You know, I think fair to say, uh, given kind of where they where they were last year. But there have been some decent stats to review. Yeah. Look, we got a lot of goals to to share around Sam Kerr on
0: top with three. And I believe I, I should should have gone and found the tweet but she's an XG machine right now. She hasn't buried them all, but the amount of chances she has created and good chances is insane. It's almost like harder for her to miss as much as she has rather than scoring, especially with her record. So uh, definitely expect her to come good. Uh, Then you got Beth England and Francesca Kirby. Fran Kirby. Obviously, he's having a tough season, but she's still up there with three goals as well. Uh, Pernilla and Marin Mielda uh, both at two each. Um, well, and the
1: see. nice thing with Fran is, uh, she has been posting, I think the club's, uh, official Chelsea Women's account, we're posting the fact that she's back in training now too, yep. which is a very, very good thing to see because the front, the front with her in it on the right wing and then Sam central is exceptional. Like that partnership was really starting to blossom and the kind of injury she picked up that forced her out with that, you know, I think, didn't allow us to see as Nick kind of alluded to the full powers that the Chelsea women's side were starting to kind of manifest.
0: Yeah. That ankle injury that she picked up on England duty is uh ill times, but like I said, sounds like she's back in training. So hopefully seeing her soon on the assist side, Aaron Cuthbert, my, my girl, uh, three assists, Beth England, two assists, Fran Kirby, two assists, Pernilla one and Melanie Lupos one as well. So, Again, Beth England, three goals, two assists. Fran Kirby, three goals, two assists. That just shows you how involved they are in the attack, uh, doing both sides of it, um, and a lot of creativity coming out of the midfield. Uh, we went over the table, so we can kind of jump. I said, uh, Nick, you are talking about the FAWCL Cup, you know, when we where we beat Tottenham 2-0. but it just shows it can be a little bit different. I don't know, maybe maybe want to provide a little context, you know, smashing. I guess that was last month, but you know, yeah. Arsenal four one. Anytime you can talk about it, you might as well, uh, because it feels good. It yeah. feels good when you say it.
2: I mean, the Conti Cup is, is kind of equivalent to the Men's League Cup, where you, you, you're not going to play your your first 11, most likely, uh, in these matches. But you still win 4-1 against Arsenal in October. You beat Spurs 2-0. London City Lionesses should be uh, a win whenever that match is rescheduled. So you're going to be through the group relatively unscathed um and, and kind of advancing on and this is a competition that Chelsea won last year um against Arsenal in the 88th minute or whatever with Beth England getting her her brace so um it's just you know it's another cup comp- competition you know that Emma Hayes wants to win it I and mean, flat out it's the only thing that, that matters for her is, is trophies which Dan leads us into the big one coming up.
1: Well, the fact that the Champions League is kickstarting, we've got two matches coming up for this December. You thought your match watching calendar grid, like if you just if you forgot to click on the tab that turns on the the women's matches in addition to the men's matches, you thought okay. My December was a little rough. Well, your December is now jacked. Just phone your family, send them a letter, let them know you're not going to be attending any Zooms. You're not going to be attending any virtual happy hours for work. You got Chelsea matches to watch. And we got Benfica coming up in the round of 32, which is going to be very, very exciting to see. The Benfica women's team is, is really exceptional. And so, uh, yeah, it's going to be quite good. We got that happening on the 9th and the 16th of December.
2: It's a it's a hard opening round of fixtures there. I mean, like this is it's not easy. This Women's Champions League is no joke. And Chelsea did make the semis two years ago, um, but but weren't quite good enough to make it over the hump. Uh, Brandon, this is this is what they've been waiting for, you know, to to get back in this competition, given another run. Yeah.
0: The signings back that like our team is so deep. It's mm-hmm. it's you can say it far too good for just the F.A.W. Cell. like no disrespect to that league. It is getting more competitive. But when you when you go and get a Sam Kerr, Pernilla Harder voted number one women's player in the world, by the way, by goal. Um, Melanie Lupos came from Bayern Munich. OK, like these signings are just wild. All right. Just going after the best absolute players. Uh, to not win one trophy, not win two, but three. We're looking at, at trebles and quadruples with this team um, and really in a, in a good position to do it. And, then, you know, might as well cut your teeth on a, on a team like Benfica because um, it's not going to get easy. So we just need to be at that that level. So and upcoming the, fixtures.
1: I'll say is about the, uh, the Benfica's women's team. So they're currently uh, second in the kind of southern division of their league, but they're tied. They're really tied. It's they both have eighteen points apiece against us, Sporting CP, and their goal difference right now they have twenty nine goals for, eight goals allowed, twenty one plus goal difference at the moment. So they they like to score, and that is something to keep in mind.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty decent, you know. Chelsea right now, just so you know, are plus sixteen, so so not terribly far off, right? Nineteen four three against. So hopefully we can lean on our defense a little bit there. Um, but as I was getting into the upcoming fixtures uh, for the women's team, so they've got West Ham, uh, Benfica women in the Champions League, Brighton women on the 13th, um, uh, Benfica women on the 16th, Tottenham again on the 20th. So December 6th, December 9th, December 13th, December 16th, December 20th. Uh, that is a bit of a doozy, uh, but I'm excited. You know, you're going to drown in Chelsea content this month, everybody. Uh, so embrace it, let it wash over you. Uh, take it all in, just like when we did the Adidas advert, where they literally just poured paint on our
2: players. We're back at it, and it's it's a big month of fixtures for Chelsea too, right? Like West Ham Women at home, uh, Benfica Women away, uh, Brighton away, although they're not they're not that good. Um, Benfica at home, and then and we got Spurs at home. You know, and of course, Spurs are not great. Alex Morgan. You know, just getting up to speed, but it's still a London Derby. So yeah. you got to factor that in.
0: And uh, Emma Hayes is a bit of a Tottenham fan. So there's always that silver lining. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> She'll do the business, though. You can trust her. Absolute professional. Loves the club, Chelsea, and everything is provided. Anyways, that is, that's our month in review. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that that is it. We had a we covered a lot. Uh felt really good about it. Uh kudos to Dan and Nick for for putting this bad boy together. But we had a lot of favorite this, favorite that. Jump in, let us know. All right? We want to hear what your favorites were. Easiest way to get a, our attention is through the Discord. Uh unless you're looking for Nick, then maybe try a different avenue.
2: Uh social tweet. media is a good way for us. Tweet me, tweet me. I'm good. <laughs>
0: it is good but anyways uh dan and nick gentlemen thanks for jumping in listeners always you're the best part about this get involved socialize with us uh this is coming out on tuesday that means match day on wednesday right so we got sevilla in the champions league uh so we'll have our match review of that one on thursday and then already elites preview friday so this is not gonna be another big week so uh buckle in enjoy it all uh it's gonna be a good one but that's gonna wrap us up as always chelsea fans so until next time you know what to do keep the blue flag flying high